precious? Hey, don't touch my baby. I said not at all gently as I leaned over the stroller to shield my six-month-old daughter from a stranger who felt entitled to touch her without my consent. In that moment, in a crowded elevator in the mall, my usual polite, quiet demeanor vanished. Gone was the people pleaser who always made sure everyone was comfortable, and what emerged instead was a fiercely protective mama bear, sleep-deprived and snappy, setting a boundary in a way that I never would have for myself. Today, we're talking about boundaries. We already know why we need them, but we don't often discuss why it's so hard to set and enforce them and how we can do it better for ourselves, not just for others. Welcome to the XO Conversations podcast. As a naturopathic doctor and PhD, I learned all about health and wellness. But as a daughter, a mother, a wife, a woman, I know it's not always easy to do things that we know will help us lead healthier, happier, and more fulfilled lives. That's why I do this podcast, to help you see your life differently, to give you inspiration, information, and ideas on how to make real changes in your life and in your approach to life. Don't forget to grab my free workshop on how to regulate emotions at livingxo.com slash emotions. And I have a few more workshops coming up. So if you want to stay in the loop, sign up for my newsletter. That's where I share tips and behind the scenes information and additional events and resources. You can sign up at livingxo.com slash subscribe. We all know we're supposed to set boundaries, right? We're supposed to speak up when someone says something hurtful. We're supposed to say no when we don't want to do something. We're supposed to stand up for ourselves, even if it seems impolite. Setting boundaries helps us stay balanced, not get overworked or overwhelmed. And they allow us to pause and think about if we really want to do something. But knowing we need a boundary and doing it are two very different things. So why don't we do it? like, yeah, cool, but I can't just stop working or like, I'm not just going to like magically have 10 extra hours in the day to do X. This is Shauna. Like many of us, Shauna has had to work on creating boundaries for herself over the years. She always found it hard to do, maybe even found it unrealistic to expect that she'd be able to until there was no other option. I got into a situation where I kind of had no choice but to learn how to set boundaries A number of years ago, Shauna was working three jobs. To piece together enough salary to truly like pay my rent and buy groceries. So it kind of set this catalyst or mindset in my career to always be working to honestly not just achieve, but just survive. In a situation like that, we end up doing everything, saying yes to everything, trying to do it all. I was just on this automatic, almost autopilot of working with truly no boundaries. I had no boundaries around the way I was working. And there are pluses to approaching your career that way where, great, take every opportunity that comes your way and learn from it. But 
that yields 16 hour work days or working the job of two or three people and the one person, it's too much. It's too much for anyone. And for me, what happened is I found myself on the outside to the outside world. It looked like I had quote unquote made it. I was getting promoted. I was working with all of these great companies inside of my career. And what was actually happening behind the scenes on the my inside world is I was incredibly sick from just totally burning out, overworking. I used to see this all the time in clinical practice where people would be in a high stress productivity mode for a long time. And then over time, your body just can't handle that kind of stress or something stressful happens unexpectedly and then you just crash. And that's when people get diagnosed with some sort of illness. I had to go into my doctor's office and they were like, if you keep working like this, you will be bedridden in six months. So I did not want to give up the career that I had spent years building and I had to find a different way to work. You, you know, you just don't know where to start. So it was super messy. I had to reclaim not working 16 hour days. I had to say no on the weekend to plans with my friends because I needed to sleep. For Shauna, it was about creating space for herself, finding time outside of work, doing something she loved. My whole life was filled with work and there wasn't really room for anything else. I truly love working. I love what I do, but there wasn't room for anything else. My relationships, my personal relationships were suffering. I I didn't have time to call my mom besides driving home from work. I didn't have time or energy for date nights with my partner because I was working or exhausted from work. And so I guess having that space and having that energy, and it's nothing like super sexy or like to write home about. It's not like I wanted to train for a marathon or that I was planning this big you know, multi-country vacation or something like that. Like truly for me, I wanted to have the energy to go for a walk around the neighborhood. I wanted to have the energy to go to the gym and work out. I wanted to have the time to cook dinner at home two or three, you know, nights a week. You may have heard of this kind of scenario before. It's one that unfortunately happens a lot. We hear things like, you need to slow down. You need to find balance. You need to make time for yourself. But there are a few reasons why we don't do it easily, and a big reason why I started seeing this topic differently. First, let's talk about why we don't set or enforce boundaries for ourselves. Why is it so hard to make these kind of changes? If I set a boundary here, am I going to lose my job? That's kind of the place where my mind was at that time. And you never know. I mean, (laughs) you work in a country where, yeah, your employer can let you go for any, any reason. One of the challenges with setting boundaries is the consequences of making that choice. And while we all know that we'd rather be healthy or we'd rather be around our families or that there's more to life than working, it's all very conceptual and almost something to think about later, next year, after I finish this project. 
because the consequences of not putting everything into your job feel so dire. You risk your career progression. You risk your income or your income potential. You risk any advancement that you might want, especially for someone who actually enjoys their job. I mean, if you don't love your job, the boundaries are only part of the problem. There's another episode from season one on burnout and how it's more than just exhaustion. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it after this. It's a really popular episode and it has resonated with a lot of people. In a situation where your job isn't a good fit or toxic or something else, boundaries become not only important, but also a necessity. But in a situation where you love your job and you're doing work that's meaningful to you or to others, it can be even harder to set boundaries. For me, in healthcare, it was about doing something that was meaningful. I wanted to help everyone, and everything felt important and urgent and even personally rewarding. And there's another reason it's hard to set boundaries, not just because of potential consequences, but also because sometimes certain things, certain people, mean more to us than our own needs. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how tired I am or how much I need to rest. If my kids need me, if my daughter's coughing at night or crying after school, I will be there. My boundaries are not at all applicable in those situations. It's the same for a lot of other parents, like Camilla. Hi, my name is Camilla, and I have two beautiful girls who are the apple of my eye. They are five and two. Your life kind of revolves around their schedule and what they need and and sometimes things don't work out because you know they're feeling a certain way so going to the office you know when I had kids like I wouldn't be able to like stay and finish what I was trying to do because I had to leave to go pick up my kid from daycare so just little things like that that I was like oh my god it just feels like I'm constantly running 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 and constantly behind because like I just needed an extra 15 minutes to just finish that email there ends up being this tug of war almost. We need and want to be in two places at once. We want to work or rest or have time to ourselves or with our friends. And we also want to do everything for our families and our kids. And this push and pull turns into feeling like we haven't done well in either role. Often it turns into guilt. Oh, it's hard a lot of the times. I feel a lot of guilt. I work really hard. I have a very demanding job and I really care about my career. Even thinking back when I was young, my mom always brings this up and in, in, in a funny way, she says, you know, when you were young, you had once told me, you know, mom, like you might never become a grandma because like, I really think I might just be like a career person. And so I never wanted to let that go when I had kids. Guilt is like a a thing that I feel all the time. So I have a lot of examples. I feel guilty that uh, I had all this really special time with my oldest during the pandemic that I don't have with my second. You know, it's, it was unfortunate, but also like so amazing. I might cry for this, by the way, (laughs) but it was also so amazing to be able to create a very different kind of bond with her because we were home together like 24-7 all the time for a very long period of time. It's such a common thing that we feel guilt for things that I think we shouldn't feel guilty for. And I have it too, almost daily. But why? Why should I feel guilty for wanting to have some time alone or 
for not being home at bedtime sometimes. The problem is that the guilt we feel about what we think we should be doing means we end up letting our boundaries get crossed. Partly it's society and external pressures or expectations that we have on ourselves or that we think other people have for us. Partly it's because parenting is amazing and also really hard and we can't do it perfectly. And all this pressure takes up so much of our headspace and mental energy. It's often the same with career, like in Shauna's case. We feel like we need to meet our deadlines and work harder and build careers, sometimes at the expense of ourselves. There's a huge societal pressure there, too. For some people, it's a pressure to succeed or to have financial security or to get a certain title. Most of the time we're told we shouldn't think like that. What's more important to you? You have to put your own mask on first, prioritize yourself, and then we don't. And here's what I've come to realize. If you ask me, or many other people for that matter, what's more important to you, health or work? Or if you say, you can't be a good parent if you're exhausted. We know that logically. We might even feel it emotionally, but we don't change it. And it's because the day-to-day -day choices that we make are based on years of subconscious patterning. And when life is busy and we have no time to pause or reflect or figure out how to actually implement change, we just default to making it through the day. And until our health or our capacity run out, we don't need to do the work of consciously making a change. If we want to put in a boundary, a real one, it's not a one-time thing. We need to train ourselves to deal with change. We need to make sure that others can manage that change. We have to live with consequences. And if we're not willing to do all of those things, we're not going to be able to make it stick. I love to take a bath. It's just like the way that my brain is always racing and things like that. It's just really helpful. So I'll probably take a bath, like if not every day, every other day. And, you know, one of the boundaries that we have is if I'm taking a bath upstairs, my husband will keep the kids downstairs. And yeah, like sometimes I hear them crying because they want to come upstairs and it's hard, but I just, it's like, I need that 45 minutes. And so it is what it is. He knows and they know, and I just have to let it go because, you know, yeah, past me would have been like, okay, I'm just going to get out. This is not pleasant and things like that. Now I'm just like, well, I'm just going to put my audiobook a little bit louder and uh, it is what it is. Putting in boundaries is less about self-care and more about conscious change. The hard work of re-examining what guilt really means and how much I want to carry. The pain of dealing with consequences of making a tough choice. The self-love of asking for what I need. And the confidence to know that I'm still loved when I do. This is not the work of thinking about a boundary and then communicating it. This is the work of diving deep into the things that influence us and our actions and our choices and shifting how we interpret it all. What would it take for you to make that shift? A health scare like Shauna? Burnout like many other parents? Maybe it's your kids showing them how to stand up for themselves. And I have in the last few years, just in my personal life, I've said no to friendships that actually didn't bring me happiness and actually brought more negativity than positivity to my life. And, and so 
I want my kids to feel the same way that it's okay. Like my oldest will tell me, well, I have to invite. And I'm like, you don't have to. Like, I feel, I don't want you to, because she actually said, she's like, if you know so-and-so comes to my birthday, I think they're going to be mean to me. And I'm like, if that's how you feel, we're not inviting them to your birthday. Like that is a no, right? Like, so I'm hoping that, you know, some of the things that I do in my life, which is saying no to things that just don't bring me those things and don't bring anything positive to my life, my kids see and say, okay, like my mom said no to this or my mom made time for this and my mom prioritized these things. Maybe the shift you need to actually implement a boundary is in this episode, reminding you that there's more going on than you realize. And while it might not be easy to make those changes, it's worth the effort. So here is your real world down to earth action plan for setting boundaries. Ask for what you need. Yes, out loud. (laughs) It could be anything, time alone, less work, more hugs. Then take a deep breath and start those conversations. I have a hard time with this one too, but I remind myself that it's not about being demanding, nor is it about being absolute, but it is about caring for myself. Unpack the feelings. You know that heavy feeling of guilt that we carry around or the fear that we're being too pushy or whatever else stops us from putting our boundaries in place? It's time to unpack it. Is it a perception? Is it true? Is it worth holding on to? Or is it time to let go? Identify energy drainers. Make a list of people, tasks, or situations that drain your energy. Reflect on ways that you can set boundaries to minimize these energy drainers from your life. And ideally, add something that refuels you. If you're juggling a lot and you have minimal time, you can always get creative. I remember I was working with someone who had a colleague that was so draining, she would procrastinate and worry about meetings with this person, and it would take up so much of her headspace and time stressing about it. She couldn't say no to this person, of course, because they worked together. So we came up with a plan that worked for her, planning her talking points, being upfront about time constraints and ways to deflect negativity. These were creative boundaries that made her interactions much more manageable. Expect some resistance. When you start setting boundaries, expect some pushback. It is normal. (laughs) They don't have to be set in stone. You can flex and adjust as you need, as long as you're aware of why you're doing it. And then it's going to be an adjustment on you too. You're likely to feel big feelings, maybe unsure if you did the right thing. This happens when we make change, especially ones that we're not used to. But over time, we can feel more confident as we discover the benefits. Setting boundaries is about digging deep and really shaking up those old patterns that have been in control of our lives for too long. So don't just think about boundaries as the walls you put up around yourself. Think about them instead as a way of saying, this is who I am and my needs matter. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you get notified of new episodes. And if you have a moment, please give the podcast a kind review before you forget. You can always reach out or get my free resources on the website livingxo.com. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you.